Hey everyone, welcome back to Coffee Queen and Convo. What's going down? Tommy, I'm super excited for this week's episode. Are you really? Yeah. I couldn't tell by the way you keep saying it. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> so excited. But before we get into it, I got a couple of things I want to talk about real quick. All right, but be quick. No, I'm just kidding. Now Take I'm going to slow down. We got, we got all the time. I know you. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to apologize to everyone for last week. We did not release a new episode. Nope. Things were a little hectic, and we needed to take a little hiatus. So for anyone who follows our Instagram or checks our posts on um, in the Facebook group or stories from the Instagram, I'm always talking about taking some time for self-care. Absolutely. And yes, big on that. Um, Do it. We both have full-time jobs and podcasting and another project in the work, so sometimes we get a little crazy around here. All of the things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enjoying your commentary. I, I'm summing it up. Uh, thank you. In the spirit of today's content. Listen, we're we, we going to get there. We're going to get there. I promise. I promise. Um, but yeah, uh, so we're sorry for missing last week, but we're back. I mean, I'm, I'm not sorry. Oh, God, I'm sorry if y'all missed us. Thanks. thanks I for missed you there. guys. But I never apologize for self-care. Okay. Okay. Neither should you, for the record, any of you. Oh. Right. It starts with you. It starts with you. Okay. Words of wisdom from Tommy. Check that out. All right. I'm from that the more you know era. <laughs> like the first time you turn on your television after after school. Yeah. You got all those stupid things. The more you know. Yes, I remember that. Star. Yep. That's showing our age again. A lot of kids don't. Mm. I don't think Samad knows what that is. He's a little young. He's not that much younger than me, though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't I'll know. ask him. I'll ask him in the next episode to come to think of it. You gonna remember? Nope. Okay. I'll try to ask him. <laughs> if if he listens to this, he'll probably text me and be like, you're an asshole. Bro. Yes, which, you know, he's within his rights because you be getting yeah, at him sometimes. Fool. What? <laughs> I said, you got my number, fool. Oh, God. All he right. to get a hold of me. Oh, jeez. I mean, Pause. can anybody really get a hold of you because you don't want to see your damn phone? When I want to be gotten a hold oh, of, yes. Oh, God. All right. Moving forward. <laughs> which is exactly what I do when motherfuckers call. Oh, texting me my call first. God. <laughs> I keep it moving forward. Next thing, I really want to give a big shout out to our newest followers. So last week we had this really huge uptick in new listeners. So shout really out did. to all of our newbies and thank you for joining us for this crazy ride. We really appreciate you sure. guys. Keep coming back. Tell your friends. Yes, please. Clearly somebody told you or you found it. Or Either you way, found us. very thankful. Thank, thank you for listening. Yes, thank you for being told about us or finding us or however it was. We if you were told you. about us, you have good friends. Listen to them about other stuff. Podcast stuff, not life stuff. Oh God. Reevaluate re for each situation. Uh, next thing. <laughs> <laughs> next thing. This is our last episode for the season. Yeah. Yes. So, as always, we're going to take a little break, but we will be back February 5th with all new content. February 5th. No repeats. You can have all the repeats you want. They can. It's there, available. But this one isn't going to be. This one is going to be there. No, 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 no. <laughs> the one on February 5th is not going to be a repeat. Oh, God. Why? You know, That'd be kind of trash. You're, 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 Put up the same episodes with different background music. I feel like you're putting yourself in the spirit of uh, this particular episode. We got uh, a lot I, of... I relate to our main character a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay, well... At least in the first half of the fucking book. All right, <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We, we, ain't, we, we ain't even say what it's about yet, so hold yeah, on. Yeah, I'm getting there. Pa Come on. Pa pause, pause. That, that pause right? No, no? No. Okay, great. Whatever. Next. Although we're taking a break, um, we are working on a new project, which is set to debut during our hiatus. 
So make sure you keep your notifications on or, you know, come back and check with us. Uh, you can also check our website, which is Tommy. DeadSavageProductions.com. Okay. You can also check in our Facebook, which is Dead Savage. <laughs> <laughs> our Facebook group is Dead Savage. Um, you can also check on our Instagram, which is Coffee Cream and Combo. Indeed. Yes. You know, come to think of it, it has one, but we don't really fuck around with it. Well, that's more of a way for some mod to get in touch with people who want to comment. I feel like there's another jab in there, but I'm not going to. Um, yeah. That's low. It's not low. I know you. That man. Oh, a jab against me. No, no. A jab against Samad. Okay. So I, I revert to my former mm-hmm. statement. Mm-hmm. That's low. Whatever. Anyway, I, I'm not sure we go with that. I'm just saying I don't respond when people send messages and stuff. I, so I know. That's all on him. I know you don't because I, I, I get all the uh, coffee cream stuff. Indeed. Yes. So it's all good. I feel like it's better that I respond than you. That's probably true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get what you get when I when I fucking wake up and see a message. <gasps> Why are you gonna ask some dumb shit? But then two hours later, like I mean, I guess it wasn't so dumb. Anyway, <laughs> and the last thing I have to add before we dive into our episode this week is um, that this episode is actually a really special one. Now I've told you guys before that Coffee Cream and Convo was inspired by some of the really insane but thought-provoking conversations that Tommy and I have. Um, So this particular episode not only comes from one of our crazy conversation, but also comes from a suggestion from our dear friend, Dawn. Indeed. Yes. Once again. What? That was it. (laughs) Well, she gives us a lot of good ideas. She does. We do enjoy shouting her out for them. Yes. Um, And as an aside, Dawn is going through a bit of a tough time right now. And uh, I hope this episode puts a smile on her face. So, Dawn, this one is for you. Better like it. She will. <laughs> I already know. I told her. I was like, <laughs> What am I going to do if she don't now? Uh, well, I said, She better. Then I'm going to tell her to, to complain to you. Oh, all right. I'll, I'll answer you. Okay. Thank you. I'll put it on the list. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, let's get into it now. Let's talk Maybe about. I'll just let you oh, answer God. for me. Like, I'll tell you. You can tell her. <sighs> you done? And, unless I figure something better out. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about this week's episode. Uh, you ready for it for the people? I am. Okay. I've told y'all, I'm a proletarian. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, guys. So this week's episode is called I'm Telling with Tommy. Damn right. And oh, I got to clear up right away. We ain't talking to the police. <laughs> he didn't mean snitching. <laughs> nope. Ain't no telling out here in these streets. However, uh, this week, Tommy will be telling a story. I'm really just going to sum up a, a good book that I read. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm totally taking somebody else's story. And I'm letting y'all know what it is so that you don't have to go through reading it. Because I know it's hard for some people. So. Not because you're stupid, because you don't have time. Oh, God. Stop thinking of me like that. So <laughs> this week's episode, this this story, actually, I'm sorry, is uh, goes with the holiday theme. Christmas is around the corner. Absolutely. So we got Tommy telling us a good old Christmas story. What story are you telling us today? A Christmas Carol Yay. by Charles Dickens. Woohoo! Okay. But only this is like the the Tommy's notes instead of the Cliff's notes. Because you know, I never recount a story the same way I heard it. Mm-hmm. I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm incapable. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, Tommy is uh, Tommy's very well read. For as much as he talks a whole lot of shit all the time, um, 
Tommy's always reading something, always, and um, very, very well-read person. You'd be surprised. Thank you. Uh, um, so, almost adjusted my ascot. Oh God, <laughs> ass is right. Anyway, um, so we figured, what better thing to do but to tell a Christmas story, Tommy's version. So, without further ado, a Christmas Carol retold by Tommy. Wreck-it, what? Tommy Wreck-shit Wreck-shit <laughs> Brown. <laughs> Tommy Wreck-shit wreck Brown. Wreck this shit for right now. You ain't never gonna have to read this book. Oh, you can okay. still watch the movie, but you're missing out on so much. Like they always say about those Stephen King movies, yes. like when you see the movie. Yep. You know, there's that fucking seven assholes in the in the theater. Like, the book is better, man. I'm that asshole. We talk about this all yeah, the time. I'm too, I know there's seven mm-hmm. of us in there. We're all sitting together. <laughs> Complaining. <laughs> I'm that person. So please, please, tell your story. All right. So it starts out with our narrator talking about this fella named Jacob Marley, not related to Bob. I checked. <laughs> uh, anyway, this guy's dead soldier. as fuck. Sorry. Yeah, he was not a soldier. Nope. He was an old uh, Londoner. Nor was he a no. dreadlock Rasta. No. In fact, he doesn't have very much hair at all, mm. according to the story. Okay. So dead Jake only had one friend in the whole world. And this is dude named Scrooge. Everybody's heard of Scrooge. Ebenezer Scrooge. Do you think they were really friends? They were business associates. Okay. But difference. they were... Check it out. Scrooge was also his executor, mm-hmm. his administrator, <laughs> and the only person to show up at Jake's funeral. Mm. So they were kind of friends, but they weren't like, I'm going to go and cry. Like, Sc- Scrooge is out here being all kinds of assholes to everybody, bitching mm-hmm. at bums, yelling at little kids for playing in the street, mm-hmm. people stepping out of his way all the time. Even service dogs leading blind people, leave their blind people, like, away from him when mm-hmm. he comes by. Like, he's a real serious cat. So he really has really bad energy because animals don't like him. For real. Okay. So like serious cats do, he sits mm-hmm. at his boy's funeral without crying or making a scene or doing any bitch shit he's just heated oh now because like they shared this accounting business together and they made mad money but now he's dead <laughs> and he's like now nah, i gotta do all this shit on my own like for real for real dead he checked the priest checked everybody signed off on the homie being dead he's gone he's dead what's the expression that they used dead as a doornail mm-hmm. which dickens goes on to on a side note explain that he has no idea why they would say dead as a doornail because wouldn't a call for nail signify death a little better i wonder where that expression came from it's a good one to look into, mm, yeah. but just to be safe. Mm-hmm. He goes back and says again, dead as a doornail, to make sure he doesn't change the, the phrase that people like to hear. Do you just su- want to establish all that. Do you suppose that, that this is, comes from, you know, being around that time where people would uh, wake up, where they had the bell in the in the coffin just in case the person wasn't really dead? And that's why they have oh, to wow. stress that? Dang. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I forgot about the bells. Yes. This stuff. See, they had zombie protection all the way back then. <laughs> Y'all thought it was because of the Walking Dead and that we're all bugging, but mm-mm, we've mm-mm. been bugging forever. All right. Now, Scrooge is supposed to be a real smart guy. Like, I mean, they talk about how he was a, a real brainiac as a kid, mm-hmm. but he's greedy as fuck and he hates people. So he's a complete loner. Like, I mean, like a functioning recluse mm-hmm. or a serial killer. Definite <sighs> narcissist vibes, either way. <laughs> I've got this theory that I'm going to keep coming back to over and over again. Yes. So. Just watch out for them serial killer vibes coming up. Uh-huh. So okay. So Scrooge motherfucker's so cold that the wintertime don't make him cold. Summertime can't make him hot. He's got one employee at his accounting, jo- accounting joint, and he makes Bob, who is not Mickey Mouse, as it turns out, do all of the things. He doesn't do anything but count his money. So this is the employee, is Bob. Bob is the, the, the employee. All right, good old Bob. He body. don't let Bob use but one piece of coal at a time to heat the mm-hmm. place because he never gets cold. Now, any of y'all been in the... 
the inferior workforce as they look at us. <laughs> Y'all know Scrooge is like one of these warehouse supervisors out here too. Talk about if you worked harder, you wouldn't be cold and stop being a bitch. Ah, ah, ah. Oh. All that this job comes first bullshit. I get it. He's like an Amazon guy, Amazon he foreman. Is, man, this is your foreman at, at Amazon packaging facility yes. worldwide. Yep. This is this is the guy who's telling you that your kids aren't as important as getting that box full. Oh, COVID isn't real. Don't worry about it. Pack these yes, boxes. Yes, or you know that tornado is not going to kill us. Mm -hmm. Come on, get back to work. Mm -hmm. So being one of those folks, sorry Amazon guys, <laughs> uh, Scrooge doesn't like anybody, and nobody likes him except one dude. There's always one guy who's, you know. No matter how much you don't like him, no matter how much you try to tell him you don't like him, they got to try to be fucking nice to you all the damn time. That's his nephew, his sister's kid. Okay. So that sets the tone. Here it is, Christmas Eve, 1840s, and Scrooge is explaining to Bob here why he's a bitch when his nephew comes walking in with all that Merry Christmas bullshit. And we all know the reply, bah humbug, right? Fuck is, this. Yeah, pretty much <laughs> just get the fuck out of here, but without the threat of a slap behind it. Ah, uh, so so uh, I feel like a bah humbug is is a a nice way of saying fuck off. Yeah, pretty much. Got it. Merry Christmas. Get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. It doesn't come off as nice. Gotcha. So, and you know, I don't think Dickens would have wrote that if it did. No. So, the nephew just keeps trying to spread the cheer though, and Scrooge is all, "Why you always having a shit? Ain't you fucking broke?" And this dude's like, <gasps> <laughs> "You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why are you always hating though? Ain't you fucking rich?" Now this motherfucker's like, all right, get out. I don't, I don't want to hear no more of this shit. Hater. But the nephew, <laughs> for real, like he really hating on this dude's happy right now. So this nephew motherfucker starts telling Scrooge all the great things about Christmas that makes him and uh, all his family and friends happy and why they celebrate and stuff. And mm -hmm. Bobby's out there eavesdropping. Right. And he lets his ass clap. Oh, he got hype. Yeah, he, mm -hmm. he gave one of them, mm, yes, claps. <laughs> So Scrooge, Talk about it. For real. I, I had to New York it, sorry. Again, <laughs> back at Amazon, they don't appreciate that shit. So Scrooge is like, do that shit again, I'm going to fire you. You know what that made me think of? <laughs> Not ever having to work at a factory? No, well, aside from that, uh, I was watching Superstore last night before I fell asleep. Uh, um, good show. And the lady, Sandra, was trying to get them to unionize. And uh, she was really hyping him up. It was that was some shit. Sorry. Anyway, I remember those. I remember those episodes. That was great. It's a great. It's show. a funny show. Check it out. Uh -huh. I don't. I don't fucking care. Oh god. Anyway, carry on with the story. So, after he threatens to fire Bob, he goes and tells his nephew about how his feelings don't mean shit. Mm -hmm. All he needs is a dough. Get the fuck out of my office. And Bob no matter what, fuck off. Exactly. No matter mm -hmm. what the kid says, it's just good afternoon. Get out. I like that. I like that. Just you know, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah. That's it. Good afternoon. <laughs> it always makes me think of island people when they come in they come to your house at night they don't say like hello or good evening they say good night <coughs> wow mm -hmm. hello good night that's mm -hmm. that's a lot that's all a, at once that's, that's what we do it reminded me more of uh fez from that 70s show and oh. he's like i said good day yes <laughs> that's, that's what this motherfucker is doing talking about good afternoon i and said he's like, good but day. christmas uncle good afternoon <laughs> you can still come to my house if you want good afternoon <laughs> Like, that's the way you got to hear it when you read it. Gotcha. <laughs> in, in Fez voice? Yes. <clears throat> no, definitely not in Fez voice. It's going to change the whole story. Sheesh. Oh, gosh. So the nephew, all frustrated, still ain't trying to let him break his vibe, breezes out, and these other heads, like, run up right away. They run up in the, in the accounting place talking about they ain't here looking for donations, like, for Hogar Crea or some shit. For what? Uh, Hogar Crea. It's like, um, when you get in legal trouble with drugs and shit, that sometimes you get sentenced to a 
rehab stint. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, they had this joint. I don't know if it's still out here, but it's called Hogar Crea. And they would have the inmates come around in a van with a with a guard to come knock on doors and get donations. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're out here looking for some kind of donation. I don't know. Might be dopers. I don't. I don't really care. I don't think it matters to the story because Scrooge is just. He gives them the same story as he gave the nephew. Keeps it moving. Throws him the fuck out. But now he's like heated, heated. He's you know yelling at Bob. Close up the place. Make sure you here early today after Christmas because I'm tired of this shit. I shouldn't have to pay you if you're home all day. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so this motherfucker's so heated on his way home that when he finally gets to his front door, he swears the door knocker morphs into the face of his boy Jacob. Now Who's, we've already established mm-hmm. Jacob dead. Dead as a doornail. Dead as a doornail. Got it. All the way dead. Priest signed off. Done deal. Dead as dead a coffin nail. Dead deal. Bingo. Mm-hmm. He ain't sweating it though. He just pushes through. He's ready for bed because mm-hmm. that's what real motherfuckers be doing, right? Uh, yeah. Sure. Right, fuck <laughs> it, right? So, <laughs> so he's trying to get to sleep with all this shit on his mind. He can't sleep. Right. While he's laying around out of nowhere, his dead homie Jacob from the block shows up in the room. So he just pops up. Just pops up. Talk mm. about, yo, you know, we all got that one friend. They just show up out of nowhere. They don't call. They don't text. Mm. God forbid you left your front door open or something and they think it's cool to just walk in. Okay. Anyway, crazy, right? Dead motherfucker shows up in the bedroom right. and this guy ain't even fussed with it. He's mad. He's still so mad. He's talking about, fuck you bothering me for? Mm-hmm. Not, are you a ghost? Nope. Talk about, you ain't got dead people shit to do? Wow. This motherfucker's like, oh, this is my dead people shit for today. And he's like, well, might as well sit the fuck down then. So he gets in, it comes in the room and gets comfortable. Pretty much. Well, he comes in, he starts breaking balls. But mm-hmm. Scrooge ain't having it. He's like, I don't want to hear what you got to say. Get the fuck out of here. I don't care if you're carrying around chains and shit. Mm. So, long story short, Jake sits down with all his rattling chains and whatnot. And the homies start kicking it. Jake tries telling Scrooge <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, how he's fucking up and mm-hmm. he needs to change his ways, right? Because what ended him up in these chains for eternity was his greedy deeds and probably also those serial murders I mentioned earlier. Scrooge ain't trying to hear that either. Motherfucker tells him that he's probably just having vivid dreams from indigestion, laughs it off. Now, I, 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 I could understand that because depending on what I eat sometimes, mm-hmm. my dreams be crazy. So I, I get that part. But not crazy to the point that there's somebody in my room talking to me. Yeah, I've never had a dream that real. Mm-mm. Like, I've had some pretty vivid dreams. Yeah. But never like one where like one of the dead homies was there and I was like, dag. Like, you know, after uh, Thanksgiving and we ate like piggies, I definitely had a vivid dream that night, boy. <laughs> so maybe it was the turkey. Could I don't be. know. Could have been the ham. Could have been the, the cream spinach. Could have been the sausage. <laughs> Pause. Either way, it was definitely something that caused that that uh that uh vivid dream for me. So maybe he had he had you know some deliciousness, and that's what it might be. Game. I mean, he's rich. He eat whatever the fuck he wanted. He probably ate one of Bob's toes or something. Like, well, it could have been anything. We know he didn't eat uh figgy pudding and uh duck or pheasant or whatever it was because he's angry and cheap. Exactly. So maybe it was some like old crusty bread. The mold probably gave him a vivid dream. I'm sorry. Carry on. So yeah, indigestion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob does manage to convince him that he's a real spirit though, because okay. he's like, "Well, what'll it take?" And he's like, "I don't know. How the fuck I'm know what's it gonna take <laughs> to convince me?" You know what I mean? This is your job. Exactly. Like, aren't you supposed <laughs> to be doing this? Like, you know how it works. You were my business partner. We don't go to them. They come to us and oh, ask us to take care of books. Goodness. So this motherfucker like brings up some shit from the past, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Ah, you know what? I don't care." I still just want to go to sleep. Get the fuck out of my house. Mm-hmm. So this motherfucker's like, all right, fine. You want to be an asshole? Then there's three more of the dead homies going to come through over the next three nights. Each one at 1 a.m. Before he goes, Jake takes him over the window, 
shows them that now the streets are filled with mad other dead people, hmm. like mad much dead folks. Mad much. And tells them is that is like that all the time, and he he's like I don't know why you can see me and hear me now because I've been in here over and over again telling you what a piece of shit you are and you never hear me you never see me but today for some reason you can see all of us that's interesting now you know I I, I have not read the book but I I did see you know ninety five of the movies yes um another so, fan favorite of mine <laughs> so I think it's weird that um but this is not something that ever came out in any of the movies I think no. Um, I've, I've never caught it. That part with like the, where the streets are filled with spirits yes, and dead folks. Yes. And also that he had been trying to speak with him for all this time. And it yeah. only was that one night. So my, my question is, or my thought rather, is maybe he was on the brink of death. Like maybe he was supposed to have a heart attack that night or something. Right. And this was like his, um, what's it called? That epiphany. No. Yeah. Epiphany is good too. This is his dance with the, the other side. Like when people have a, uh, the out of body experience. Oh yeah. I get you. Like he died. And so he's seeing yeah. all the ghosts and this is what he came He comes back to life and you know, it could know. be cause again, he's rich and he eats whatever the fuck he wants. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? It could have been just like a coronary blockage. <laughs> Never know. He might've had to shit real bad and oh. gave him a stroke. Oh God. Is that a thing? It is. It is. Some. Oh. I mean, when I found out, to me, it was alarming <laughs> how many people die on the toilet every year yeah, yeah, yeah. from what I call a shit stroke. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know about that part, but I have heard I have heard that being a thing. Yeah. So the homies are at the window. Scrooge is all like, man, dead people. Like, I've seen dead people before. Neither so of them think too much of this he's for not whatever bothered? reason. No, he's not really bothered. He's just like, oh, wow, look, huh. look at that. There's nobody alive out there. It's just a bunch of dead folks. I know that guy. I knew that guy. Oh, that guy was a piece of shit. Oh. And like, I mean, maybe back then you just seen dead people all the time. Uh, okay. Anyway, Scrooge daps him up. See you in hell. They part ways. Daps ah, him ah, ah, up. That's it. What else he supposed to do? What, that's, what? The, that's the dead <laughs> homie. <So. laughs> you pour out a little malt liquor for him? Like, what the fuck? No, 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 no. Scrooge was not about waste. Oh, right. Okay. He ain't pouring out nothing. Gotcha. Although he does manage to take cough syrup an awful lot. Uh, and Opium. thinks about mentioning to one of the spirits that he's been sick for a couple of days and doesn't want to go out. See, he was dead. Maybe he overdosed he on, See, on, oh, on cough syrup. Eighteen forty. Fucking opioids. This is Opium that, in the thing. Crazy flu. Or they had the freaking cocaine and the freaking whatever. Mm, the Coca Cola. Mm, mm, I think mm. that's before that time, but whatever. Opium. This this dude getting fucked up on some shit, <laughs> like to the point where he don't give a fuck about nothing. Uh huh. Even them bodies. Anyway, Scrooge finally gets to feeling sleepy after Jacob bounces. Okay. But all of a sudden again. Interrupted by a motherfucker pulling back the curtain on his bed. While he's trying to sleep. While he's trying mm-hmm. to sleep. Supposed to have a whole day in between. Time just warps forward while he's sleeping. Mm-hmm. And uh, this gave me prison vibes personally. Okay. Uh, as someone who was incarcerated for a short time myself. Mm-hmm. Having to know that motherfuckers used to put up a sheet or a blanket around their bunk when they wanted to jerk off mm-hmm. or do something fucking stupid. So this dude just peeking in. That... <sighs> completely creeped me out at first i'm like you can't like make noise or something like at least the other dude was like shaking chains and he's like yo so ghost you, stuff you know you trying to say he wasn't sleeping he was just whacking it i'm just trying to say it would have been more polite of the spirit to be like hey yo <laughs> like any anything but because it, in the 1840s they're gonna be like hey yo they could have been you don't know <laughs> okay anyway though i said good night this the first day <laughs> <laughs> this is the first day at homie to visit and yeah. is the ghost of christmas past okay all right now, the narrator describes this guy as a fellow who looks young, but all his hair is white for some reason. Mm-hmm. And they also never clear this one up, but they make it a point to tell you how ripped homeboy's arms are. 
talk about how <laughs> he you could just tell he's like exceedingly like superhuman strong by the size of his uh-huh. arms and um also they must have skipped leg day because his arms is the only shit they was worried about so um, <laughs> motherfuckers wearing a white tunic probably to match his hair uh-huh he's carrying around a branch of fresh holly which i figure is a lump up motherfuckers like scrooge oh my god so here's the crazy part though ain't just like jacob who showed up looking like a dude this guy's made up of like a wispy light wait kind of like a hologram but with like a fiery look to it like it keeps fading in and out so you think that maybe he was either an angel or an alien he could have been one of them aliens we talked about mm-hmm. he really could and he was mad diesel i mean they probably has the technology to go back in the past yeah, and again I mean, like when you watch ancient aliens yeah. and you realize that people back then had no way to describe things that we see yes. today yep mm-hmm. so one second this guy looks regular the next second he got 20 arms no head like constantly changing it's a problem for scrooge because he's like confused all the time okay. by how this dude look but, but he it's does. a man yeah looks like a man okay because at the least movies, at first sometimes it looks like a beast uh, oh god in all the movies it's always a beautiful woman yeah whatever, i think they whatever. i think that's that hollywood joint that they started like 1938 mm-hmm. like that first rendition yeah i think you know they added the snowball scene where cratchit gets fired mm-hmm I think that was another one of those things that set the trend. Well, because they also have to make it a little bit more lighthearted, the movies. Um, yes. Especially in the 30s, you would think. Because um, you want people to come see it and bring your children and this, that, yeah, and yeah. the third. It's not, it's not, you don't want it to be dark. It's you know, not the, meant to be dark. It's a Christmas movie. People back then didn't want their kids to hear stuff like someone saying, ah, damn it, in the theater. Mm-hmm. But they would put their kids on a 30th floor in a little screened off box hanging out the window by themselves. <laughs> I don't know where y'all got your balls. <laughs> anyway. Or your scruples. <laughs> so Scrooge realizes a homie carrying a hat under his arm, and it looks like one of those little metal cups that you see in them old movies that they use to put out the the candle. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. To yeah snuff yeah. it out. Mm-hmm. So still not impressed and a little pissed off that he's trying to sleep with you know this whole thing. He, he, he suggests that maybe the spirit should put his hat on because he'd like to see what he looks like it, which uh-huh. would apparently put the guy down because the spirit's like, nah, fam. I ain't going to do that shit. You just one of these slave drivers want to see me, you know, fail at, at my afterlife, just like you watch me fail in life. So you got to see some shit first. Okay. So he take them diesel ass ripped arms that they talk about. Uh-huh. And grip old boy up by the arm. He grips him up. Grips him the fuck up. Because <laughs> Scrooge is all like, mm, nah, I can't fly or whatever. <clears throat> and the spirit's just like, shut up, bitch. And, you know, grabs him, drags him through the fucking wall. Like, this, that's it. He, this is the one he tried to tell him, you know, I've had a cold for a few days. Ah, uh, okay. But motherfuckers like, mm, 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 not where we're going. Ain't nobody trying to hear that. So they're going around looking at old memories of Scrooge growing up. And Scrooge is suddenly all like crying all the time like a bitch. I'm not sure. It must have been like because he was tired or something. I can't respect how he just went to like pieces with the first memory. Because he ain't tough. I mean, he seemed pretty tough, though. He talked tough. He ain't tough. <laughs> I said what I said. Wait till you check the rest of this shit out. He come out pretty tough in there. All right, we're going to see. Uh. He, he go to the point where he's telling the dead homie some shit, like, talking about the memories, like, the, the spirit gives a fuck. Like, they didn't know each other. Mm-hmm. So, at this point, I'm like, so much for the tough guy show he had going on, right? Right. So, the first memory that really hit home for the motherfucker is when he was at a boarding school, and his little sister shows up. And I just want to point out, again, how different it was back then, because this little girl's, like, 10 years old, and she shows up in a horse-drawn carriage, unaccompanied by herself, just her and a fucking driver, and tells Scrooge that... Uh, dad sent me to come get you. Father has changed. He's, he's nice now. You wouldn't believe how nice he is. Oh. So he wants teenager Scrooge come home, get a job, and man to fuck up. And to me, again, that all seems like Papa was an abusive guy mm-hmm. and maybe like a diddler from how the girl described his sudden change for the better. 
but little Scrooge, still happy to go. So wait a second. You're thinking he's a diddler, but they left the little girl home with the dad. Yeah, little girl home with the dad, because, you know, that's how it was. <clears throat> put the family secrets out back then. Mm -hmm. uh, especially since it seems as though Scrooge came from money, because he's at a boarding school. Right. They have a carriage, all right. that shit. Right. So now old Scrooge is thinking back on it, and the spirit's like, yo, didn't your sister have some kids or some shit with these dudes? And Scrooge is like, yo, she had one. She had one kid. And he was trying to be a dick about it. But it kind of backfired because he realized that that kid was the nephew that he was giving all that ah, 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 rah, rah uh, to in the office earlier. And now he feels like a bitch for treating him that way. Oh, so this is the, this is the one she, he was saying goodnight to. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Indeed. All right. I said goodnight. Good afternoon. Fuck off. Bah humbug. And good evening. Okay. All right. Next stop, yeah. Scrooge's first job, which you know he got a soft spot in his heart for because it's the first way he made money. Of course. So Christmas Eve, a few years later after the whole boarding school joint, mm -hmm. and... Him and his co-worker are closing up the shop for the owner, the owner, Fezziwig. He's all, you know, ah, Merry Christmas, hurry up, let's close up, let's get out of here, all this stuff, we got other plans, yada, yada, yada. So these motherfuckers must use the party, like, thorough, though, because as they're closing shit up, they were simultaneously setting up for a party. I mean, pulling out tables, setting up decorations, they throw up a tree, they pulling out food and booze. Like, rush ahead, they throw what sounds like a, a banging basement party. Dancing, laughing, uh, mad food, like beers and wine and shit. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that piece lasts half the night. And then the boys, without even cleaning up or nothing, because their boss, Fezziwig, is not a Scrooge, uh, they retire to a room in the back of the shop, because I guess it was normal back then. Like, if you had kids working for you, they could sleep there or whatever. Uh -huh. Like, that's where they lived when they weren't working. Okay. Again, I don't know. Uh... This, it, to me, it sounds like some pederast stuff. I'm just saying. Now, the dead homie's like, look how everybody dapping up your boss. Like, he just spent a few few dollars on some shit. And motherfuckers is like, oh, this is the best thing ever. Like, y'all was bugging. Mm -hmm. And Scrooge is all offended because, yeah, they were bugging. And he's like, nah, it was just a nice thing to do. It made people happy. Mm -hmm. Even though he ain't throw, like, a bunch of money around. We was all feeling it. And right as he was saying that, he realized that was the same argument. That said nephew used before he threw him out. Wow. Yeah. So mm -hmm. now he's all like, uh, really feeling like a bitch now. Mm -hmm. Like maybe I shouldn't have done that. But flash forward again. Scrooge is a young man chilling with some bitch. And she's telling him how he's too much about the dough. She can't be with somebody who ain't got time for her and her dreams and all that. And, you know, homeboy is like, yo, we got together when we were poor, man. Like it was different. Like I'm gonna get this money with you or without you. Like if you're here, then all right. Hmm. And she's like, mm, I don't know. He's like, you know, who's going to provide if I ain't out here getting the money? She ain't trying to hear it. I feel like she was probably cheating on a motherfucker, but maybe it's different back then. I mean. <laughs> Either way, she bounced the fuck out. And that's some harsh shit. If he wasn't doing it right, then she should leave. It ain't all about the money. Well, I mean, sometimes. Sometimes it's about money. Because you can't provide for your family. Like, she ain't working. I understand that. But, you know, maybe she want a little time. That's not too much to ask for, I don't think. But I don't know the situation. I wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yes, dear. So, homie's all broke up. He's like, yo, just stop with this bullshit. Take me back. Kill me. Whatever you're going to do, let me go to bed. So he's devastated now because he's having he, this flashback. Yeah, he's of super upset about okay. this broad. Yep. Uh, and also, the realization he came to about his nephew, who is, you know, little sister's kid now. Gotcha. So, motherfucker says, you got one more thing for me to show you. And you spring up into the, the future. Well, still the past, but the future from where they were. Mm -hmm. And he's watching this woman 
enjoying Christmas Eve with her husband and their pack of like five fucking kids running around like maniacs as kids love to do. Mm-hmm. And you find out that this is where the woman ended up. This is who she left him to be with. Started a family, Good enjoying you, Christmas. Mm-hmm. Right? She got her Sierra's prayer answered. There you go. Uh, but she ain't rich. Ah. Yeah, but the, again, that wasn't it wasn't about that because if she wanted to be rich and the money was that serious, she would have stayed. Yeah, I think that's the whole point of this. Yep. Although I'm pretty sure Dickens was rich. Anyway, at this point, I'm thinking Spears just being an asshole because, you know, why rub it in so bad? And I guess Scrooge is too because this motherfucker just reach over, snatch up the hat, put it on motherfucker's head, extinguish the ghost, find himself back in the bedroom. So you think that the the spirit was being petty? I do. At this point in the book, I'm reading it like that. That was a little too far. Like, you could have just shown was it a couple it? of times. Mm-mm. Like, all right, this is why she left. No. Because you were being an asshole about money. Right. But then he's going to take her in or take him into her next uh, relationship and yes. be like, see how happy she is without you, scumbag? Yes. Man. Sometimes people need to learn that way. Maybe that was her person, though. Like, it doesn't mean that I, it was his you. fault or he had to learn a lesson from it. No, he did need to learn a lesson. He should have learned a lesson because she left, not because she was happy. Well, he needed to see that she was happy without him. I agree. I'm, well, I'm he with He happy it. without her because he got the money. Yeah, but is he now really happy Now he's all like, oh, he's throwing it in my face. Sitting and, I don't know. And it's and like when the cops opium. badger you for nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't going to agree with Clearly, sleep deprivation is playing a part here. This is not, we're not talking about Dateline or 2020. We're talking about... Real shit. Yes, real shit. When you awake from mad long, oh my god, you start seeing spirits. Oh my god. <laughs> also, when you have opium, you be seeing spirits too. Next. Real. So this motherfucker goes to sleep finally, tired as fuck. And when he wakes up, he realizes it's somehow still Christmas Eve. Okay. But the time's going backwards now, and it's just before one a.m. And he can't he can't figure it out. Hmm. But he ain't putting a whole lot of thought into it. He's just like, fuck it, going back to bed. Wait, nah. It's about one o'clock. Let's see if this bitch shows up. Mm-hmm. He ain't scared, though. He's ready. He's sitting there. He's waiting. Mm-hmm. He's being pissed off because uh, the ghost shows up mad fucking late, like 1.30 come along, 1.45, motherfucker ain't there. And this dude just sitting in his bed bitching like, man, you dead. You ain't got shit to do else but come harass me, and you can't even be on time. Like, I would never employ this dude at my accounting firm. Why are you mad, though? You're supposed to be asleep anyway. Yeah, he was trying to sleep. But time went backwards and it fucked him all up. Like He's still mad. He's mad about the whole thing. You know, people don't like being told when they're wrong. Uh, of course not. So finally, he's, he spots a light under the door to the next room and is like, ah, this must be the fucking guy. Opens the door. There's this big-ass motherfucker. Like, he decorated the room with mad plants and, like, a feast of food and wine and whatnot. He's mm-hmm. just sitting there farting smelling the fucking place up. Fucking hairy chest in a bathrobe and whatnot. So we find out later that the homie can change his size at will. Like, he, the, the spirit uh-huh. can change how big or small he is at any time. Pause. Daniel's but, like, they coming. don't really use it. Like, they just make <laughs> note of it, like, while they're going house to house. That, like, sometimes he got to shrink down to fit in. And other times they like, hiding on a shelf or something. Like an elf on the shelf? Yeah, he was a fat elf on the shelf. Anyhow, homie ain't trying to chill long, though. So he's like, you know, let's get the fuck out of here. I ain't got time for a lot of bullshitting. This is the ghost of Christmas present. Okay, I was about to ask that question. Continue. Yeah, see that? Mm-hmm. Got it. Just like that. Just like It's almost that. like I knew what I was doing. Oh. Oh, oh. snap. So they're going around town, watching how people do, and they're all out having a good time, shopping, cooking for the families for Christmas Day, except a few motherfuckers who always got some static. Because, you know, poor motherfuckers always got static with something. <laughs> so that wasn't an issue, though. Like, it was interesting, like, to hear the argument between these these different people and Scrooge is like see like motherfuckers is always depressed like doesn't matter if it's Christmas man like nothing's good enough for these people anyway they deserve it so these people yeah these people you know the Poe folk Mm -hmm. 
uh, the dead homie Scepterdo got this weird liquid in it, and when he like shake it on you, it's like uh, some magic stuff. Like he he it makes you happy. This man is hit. spraying his liquid on people. He is. He's <laughs> fucking rocking the scepter at people and like spraying them with the shit. Talk about you know be merry and they are, which I don't know. He was real comfortable doing this I for a guy a, in a big green bathrobe and a crown made out of plants on I his head. I got a comment, but it is not appropriate for this. I'm sure it's not. How can you have an appropriate comment for that? <laughs> I don't think there's an appropriate way to do that. Oh, These motherfuckers boy. just blessing motherfuckers like, with his, be happy. With his uh, liquid. Fucking Rick James out here with a bottle of Henny. <laughs> on their way through this tour here <laughs> uh, Scrooge starts breaking balls with the spirit because again he's bored he's unhappy he doesn't want to have to do this and all the questions he's got these motherfuckers don't don't want to answer they just want to be about their agenda mm-hmm. so he's like you part of God's family like isn't it really kind of your people's fault that everybody's fucking miserable like oh, not God. my fault like I'm just living y'all put me here right mm-hmm. uh, Ghost gets the point gets real pissy talk about hey my fucking family like i ain't part of that shit oh my goodness oh uh, so now he's like now nah, i got something fucked up to show you taken by bob's house christmas present so this is how they live in like today after he threatened to fire a motherfucker we're clapping okay so we going to bobby house going bobby house right okay. now right. it's a dive lots of kids one of them motherfuckers got polio not a whole lot of things and stuff mm-hmm. like everybody happy as fuck though like they're all enjoying the day and the festivities and the food and now Scrooge starts feeling like a bitch again over the kid with polio because he's like, ah, shit, like, is the kid going to be okay? And the second dead homie like, mm, nah, kid's going to die because old Bob here can't afford proper care on the wages you give him. Because, you know, hmm. Amazon's like, you'll make a minimum $15 an hour. No one is $18 an hour to, to live. So, motherfucker feel worse and worse. Like and spirit, Amazon is getting a lot of jabs today, boy. They are, but they, they earn enough money to deserve it. They can take it. Carry on. I'll buy something after after we're done recording. Amazon's <laughs> <laughs> so been just, at our door every day. Sorry. They were here earlier, weren't they? Yes. Same saying? They'll probably be here tomorrow, too. You know why? Why? Because they have to work every fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'll uh, carry on with your story. I'll interrupt. Oh, sure, sure. I mean, I do. So now, <laughs> Scrooge being told what a piece of trash he is for how he treats Bob, while Bob's wife is sitting right there in front of them, mm-hmm. spitting hot garbage all over Scrooge's name. When when Bob says thanks to God and Scrooge for making dinner possible, Bobby wife out here spitting hot fire, hot garbage. She, fire would have been better because he would have fucking, it would have burned off the the feeling of tragedy that he felt. I feel so like she might have been a Caribbean woman. Everybody just shitting on Scrooge, but mm-hmm. Bob, and I can assure you mm-hmm. that she was not. I know. <laughs> um, also, kudos to Dickens for not putting any like slave shit in here. Like none of these rich ass motherfuckers had. Uh, slaves or maids or anything. What was this? 1840? 1843 this came out. Okay. Mm. 1843. Okay. And it's in London. Mm-hmm. So probably explains the lack of slavery. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> they get uh, Scrooge gets tired of this shit. He's like, all right, I've I seen enough. Later on, they end up at the nephew's house uh, to peep how they doing because, you know, that shit with Bob wasn't enough to fuck him up, right? Right. So nephew got some friends over. They're all laughing behind Scrooge's back, making fun of him because the nephew reliving that whole shit at the office talk mm-hmm. about it. and he was like bah humbug ah 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 this that and the third the but whole know, fucking nine i know he meant fuck off but i was like fuck it i'm gonna yeah. keep talking he's like this rich motherfucker ain't got no sense like mm-hmm. i'm sitting here with this bitch and these kids got my friends mm-hmm. we getting drunk yeah bad bitch because mm-hmm. you know any bitch you had kids with back then was bad they had to be because you stuck forever so all these motherfuckers are talking shit but then the nephew turned around and he's like <laughs> you know defending scrooge talk about how he's just you know he's fucked up out here mm. 
I mean, he can't help it. This is how he was raised. He from the block. Like, this is how it is. Like, he's he just from a tough the dude. Block. Yeah, because, you know, this is his sister's kid and shit. Like, he way younger than Scrooge. <laughs> he said he's from the block. Yeah, he's, he's at least, like, 14, 15 years younger than Scrooge. Because his sister could have only been 14, 15, maybe, when she had. Anyway, just as Scrooge is starting to think that maybe his nephew ain't such a bitch after all, the ghost is like, nope, we out. Takes him to the next joint. Mm. Turns out they spend the whole night going to other countries, visiting hospitals, prisons. You never see that in the movies. Nope. Just looking at all the good shit people do for Christmas, no matter how bad they've got it in life. No matter how shitty it is, this guy's in prison for multiple murders, and he's sitting here happy as fuck because he got a little bit of apple cider with his dinner. Wow. So Scrooge notices, though, while they're doing all this, every time they move the dead homie, Start looking deader and deader, like he's aging really fast. The the, the ghost the of ghost. Christmas present. Yes, the the fat dude with okay. the the hair and the the robe and the crown and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Now he's looking like an old man. Mm. So Scrooge, being a man, he is like, "Yo, you good, yo?" Mm-hmm. And the spirit just explains to him that his whole life is lived in this one day, and in about fifteen minutes he's gonna be gone, like dead, as that you know coffin nail. But ain't nail. he dead already? I mean, he's a spirit. I don't know that he's definitely dead. I mean, maybe it's his spirit energy will be gone. Okay. Uh, energy don't die, though, but all right. Mm, that depends on what you do to it. Okay. Science. Okay. There's always a catch, though. Mm-hmm. So the homie has to show him one more thing. Mm-hmm. The ragged, tattered figures known as the children of man. I've heard of this. Okay. But, uh, it's tough to find outside of A Christmas Carol, but it was a thing. What is uh, this? One little motherfucker is a boy, and he represents ignorance. Mm-hmm. The other is a little girl. Who represents want stereotyping if i've ever seen it um <clears throat> and he warns scrooge that he must stay away from these kids in order to live right and he's looking at these little mongrel motherfuckers and they mongrel. they're they're right there at the spirit as he starts to fade away and die mm-hmm. and as he's doing so these little kids start ripping him to shreds what that is definitely not in the movie yeah it's a little preachy for my taste still but he disappeared into nothingness and you know so it ain't like scrooge had to complain or even had room to complain or anything like all right the kids ripped them apart it's over i ain't fucking with them little motherfuckers anyway you call them little kids mongols you couldn't call them like gutter snipes or something that probably would have been more age appropriate yes especially for the time Mm -hmm. Mm. anyway third motherfucker ain't wasted no time like he ain't even waiting for the next day like scrooge looks up and all of a sudden this dude looking just like the grim reaper tall like you can't even see if he has skin, let alone whether he's gaunt, because he's just draped in the whole robe and shit, and he's all. <sighs> oh, Every time like he tries to say some shit, yo, for real. <laughs> this is the ghost of Christmas yet to come. So the outfit, the stature of the ghost, the fact that this dead homie ain't trying to talk at all, scares the piss out of Scrooge. His yeah. knees are knocking. You know, he's all, you know, Nabladon over here trying to fucking walk around and keep his shit. I'm sorry, what'd you say? I said Nabladon. It's um. It's a slur. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> it's on. a slur that Italians use for other Italians. Okay. Uh, but it keeps it real anyway. Goes along with the homie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they walk through the streets of the city, seeing different people, different places. All of them seem to be talking about this same person who is apparently dead now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we got these grave diggers, the first ones that come across. And these motherfuckers are sitting there joking about, well, where's all the money? Like, I heard that he had all his money when he died, but he ain't spending none of it so... Like, there ain't gonna be no funeral. He ain't got no friends. Like, maybe if he left some money in his estate for a funeral, we should go in here, pretend to be his old buddies, and, like, party it up on his dollar, right? Because that's what he set it aside for. Why not? Right. So this motherfucker, Scrooge is standing there like, these scumbag motherfuckers. So he's like, you know, 
who the fuck are they talking about? Mm-hmm. Homeboy just keeps pointing. We're going to the next shadow. Like, he don't say shit. He's just pointing. Right. You got to move ahead. Like, he's leading them down to the gas chamber. Just keep moving, son. Mm. So, next, there's some uppity businessmen that Scrooge actually recognizes. And they're talking shit about how this dead guy wouldn't really be missed. And, yeah, he was a good businessman. But what is he as a person? Like, what did he do with his fucking money? Like, he wasn't shit. He ain't got nobody. Nobody likes him anyway. After that, there's these fat bitches in a bar talking shit with some fence where they trying to sell the shit that they stole from the dead motherfucker's crib. Hmm. Like, they heard he was dead, and these fat whores ran up into his crib. <laughs> they stole his bed sheets. Wow. His goddamn bed sheets, and they selling them to some dude at a bar. You think it was like Egyptian cotton? Man, thousand thread. That like, shit was the... Ukrainian cotton at best. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. Just I just got all the questions. You know how I go. So even like the fence was like, so y'all bitches just went in there and like stole the man's pajamas and his bed sheets and the curtain from around his bed and like you ain't telling nobody he was dead. And they was like, nah. Wow. Talking about they'll, they'll figure it out sooner or later. Cause ain't nobody give a fuck. <laughs> Finally. They, they, they end up off again in some bedroom where it's like real fucking dark. Like ain't nobody paid the electric bill in a month. Wow. Like it's dark, dark. Maybe like no, the they're out of candles and everything. <clears throat> Nothing's on. Uh, the motherfucker keep pointing at the bed curtain like he wants him to pull it back. Mm-hmm. You know how Scrooge had that prison scene earlier with the first joint? Yeah. Uh, he didn't want to pull it back. He's like, nah, it's rude. Like I ain't trying to. Really, he's scared though. But he's coming up with all these reasons why he don't want to look behind the curtain. Because he was like, I don't want to see nobody jacking off. For real, like I mean, that's that's what you do. You don't want to see nobody jacking off. <laughs> so Scrooge was too much of a bitch to do it. So he just starts begging and crying. Just show me something else. The motherfucker just keep pointing. So he's like, all right, if you can't show me something else, then at least show me someone who gave a fuck about the dead guy. Mm-hmm. And homie's just like, nah. So <laughs> so he got an, he got another idea though. He still don't say shit. But he takes Scrooge over to old Bob's crib again uh-huh. and makes him watch Bob and the fam be all kinds of miserable because that kid with uh, polio, yeah. Tiny Tim, they called him, mm-hmm. uh, dead. Uh. Yeah, they're all upset and hurt. But uh, they still have that family bond, though, that keeps them together and hopeful and all that heartwarming shit that just, like... Makes you want to p- throw up? Yeah, it pissed Scrooge off so bad. He's and like, motherfuckers, like, mm-hmm. a little kid dead. Like, that's that's some sad shit. But look at them being all happy. Like, how the fuck? Mm-hmm. How you going like that? So it's like all that shit you see on Lifetime in between the battered women and the rapes. <coughs> Excuse me, I had something in my throat. I had to clear my throat real quick. Mm-hmm. So now Scrooge is like, fuck these motherfuckers got to do with me. I don't get why we doing all this. Like I ain't killed a little kid. And the Spectre takes Scrooge to his office. Mm-hmm. Only this shit ain't his office anymore. Remember mm-hmm. now we're in the future. Right. There's another guy in there sitting in a chair. Doesn't look the same. It's not even an accountant joint anymore. It's just some oh. other place. And Scrooge is like, uh, I guess, uh, must have fucking retired um because in my opinion he's just too fucking dumb to realize what's going on here <laughs> but it takes a homie bringing him to the graveyard which is oddly enough like one of those apartment building courtyards like in new york city where you got apartment buildings yeah. on every side it's yeah. just like a it would have been concrete if they didn't make it a graveyard there's a building surrounding everything and just a little gateway in mm-hmm. and he shows him a tombstone and he keeps trying to get him to look at the tombstone and look and look and look and when he finally does, he realizes that it's his tombstone and that he was the dead guy that was in the bed. Wow. So now Scrooge is bugging, begging the homie to let him live, crying like a little girl. I mean, he's about nuts with all of it. When, again, all of, all of a sudden, Spirit's robe just drops to the floor and it disappears. Wow. Scrooge wakes up in his bed, 
not knowing what the fuck day it is because all these days were supposed to go by. Right, it's supposed to be three days. I mean, it's like a like a cokehead coming down off a of binger. Like he's super fucking hype. Also, like a cokehead, and uh, he finds out it's only Christmas because you know yells out the window like you see in a movie. Some little motherfuckers like it's Christmas Day, sir, <laughs> and you know. <laughs> so he realizes that the three nights of spirit homies coming through yeah. went by without any actual time passing. So throws on some clothes, runs out the house like a coked up motherfucker on a binger. Oh my god. And he's feeling high or happy enough that he stops, has some grub anonymously delivered to his guy Bob's crib, and then he goes and has dinner at his nephew's house. And I mean, these motherfuckers are like, what the fuck you doing here? Mm-hmm. So like like an asshole, you know, after the way he treated the guy when he invited him in for the day, he shows up anyway and he's like, hey, can we still have stuff? Huh. Like, y'all still like me? And of course the wife is like, no. But, you know, old Fred or whatever is like, come on in, uncle. So the next day, he goes over and he gives Bob a raise. Now, this is wow. day after Christmas. Bob shows up to work late, and he's expecting to get his ass in trouble, maybe fired. And he's like, Bob, man, we got a problem. You be coming in late all the fucking time. Hmm. Maybe it'll help you if I give you a raise. Wow. Yeah, and not just a raise, but he says, I'm going to get involved with your family, which, again, um, narcissist, <laughs> and I'm going to help yes. y'all out so that y'all can give your kid the upbringing that I think he deserves. Goes on being friends with Bob, spent a lot of time with the polio kid, which, once again, seems like a really big red flag to me. But they cool with it. You know what I'm saying? They just, all right, right. Just, we trust that you ain't going to diddle Tiny Tim. Oh, uh, my and God. And that's it. Bong. Listen, learned. Bong, all that. Bong. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the whole book. Now he knows. <laughs> that's the whole story. That's the whole story. He just go on playing with that little kid's dinger. And Stop nobody it. say nothing. Stop it. Stop Yo, it. this motherfucker got bodies on top of bodies. I bet you him and Jacob was going around. Merkin motherfuckers. People. Do you think that? Do you think that uh, Scrooge was the true Jack the Ripper? He might have been. This might be a Jack the Ripper tale, mm. which would be why Dickens went through such a big fuss in the beginning to explain how he doesn't. He's not going to write the story that he really wants to because it's a Christmas thing and he doesn't want to scare people. I mean, it's pretty freaking dark. Yeah, but back then, I mean, you only lived to be fucking thirty-five anyway, so it's not that dark. <clears throat> well. I don't <laughs> move forward from that. I thought it was interesting because uh, of the something you said about the the three spirits. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had the first one that was all diesel and whatnot and young. Yeah. Then you had the other one who was older and was aging progressively throughout the his time with Scrooge. Yeah. And then the other one with that was the spirit. Do you think that was the same spirit just transitioning? I don't think it could be. Or maybe. Maybe that's what happens to spirits after they, they mm-hmm. extinguish. They become wraiths or reapers. Maybe. Whatever show you watch. Maybe. <laughs> Significance of the number three that always comes around. That's mm-hmm. supposed to be pretty important. Well, also, it's it's hard to do past, present, and future with two or four. Oh, that's not what I meant. I'm Nerd. just saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Those who get it, get it. So that's that's the book. Okay. I just read the whole thing to y'all <laughs> in a very perfectly legal fashion. <laughs> Thank you very much for sharing that story with us. Um, I'm hoping that we can do another one of these where you we can tell the other story that you told me, the original story you told me. Oh, yeah. The, yes. the book I'm reading now. Yes. If you can tell that story. Yeah, I got like. I don't know, a few more days of reading. I'm, I'm sure. Like full days. I don't mean like, oh, yeah, in three days I'll be done with this book. I mean, uh, I gotta, I'm got. i going to have to put in like 20 hours of reading how, to finish this book. How many more hours do you have left? I'm saying like 20. 20? Okay. <laughs> All right, never mind. Well, that, that'll be for next season. Yeah, definitely ain't going to be today. Sorry, no. folks. Yeah, that one was pretty good, too, because now 
that was something that I never read that I was supposed to read back in the day. And Same. Uh, your 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 telling of that made it very interesting. It just sounded really fucking dumb to me. <sighs> like just the name, I'm like, I don't give a shit about the hierarchy. Like, get out of here. The the book we're referencing, just for, for anybody who's curious, uh, Tommy's currently reading the Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah. And uh, he came to me about a week ago now, I think. Something like that. To tell me the story, what he well, the part that you were up to is what you were telling me about. Yeah, yeah, I was just bringing you up to date, surprising yes. you of where we at. Yeah, <laughs> and um, like I tell you guys, we always talk about a lot of things. We both read a lot, so there's always some book going on around that we're talking about. Anyway, so he tells me, starts to describe these characters to me and what's going on, and it was just so hilarious because it was so not what the book is how the, how the book is written the obviously. whole book is written pretty much in prose <laughs> yes and he sp- he spoke it in like total... very elegantly yes th- and it was not elegant your version of it no so no they even have a nice way of talking about people taking a shit oh god yeah i ain't gonna give that away y'all gonna have to read the book what's the what's the other le- word you learned which one you don't remember already oh i didn't learn it i just didn't know it until i saw the office apoplexy apoplexy these yes. motherfuckers are so apoplexic <laughs> They talk, yo, they're so rich. They talk about the only thing that kills us is time and apoplexy. <sighs> so now for all the other people like me who didn't learn that word when they were a child, why don't you let them know what it is? Well, I was about to say, wait, <laughs> it took me to another thought real quick. I'll say what it is. Um, I was reading something. I don't remember what it was. I feel like it, it most likely was the most recent Outlander book, but I'm not sure. Okay. Anyway, somebody died uh, and the cause of death was uh, death by misadventure. Wow. Uh-huh. So that's a good way of saying Scrooge murdered him. <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting. Humble. So yes. Anyway. An apoplexy is a stroke. Yeah. It's like a, a brain hemorrhage or yeah. stroke. Yes. Or uh another definition is like if you're so mad that you can't even talk. Okay. You're now apoplexic. Uh, oh okay. So yeah. The biggest problem these motherfuckers had back then was being too angry to talk or having a brain hemorrhage. That's what kills most men. I can relate. I've been too angry to talk before. That's when, you know, you got to bring out the the brothers, the twins. Oh, God. Leaning your fists? Yeah, that's the ones. Love well, and hate. I figured that's what you meant because you made a fist. If you don't love what I'm about to do to you, you're going to hate what comes next. Oh, <laughs> Anyway, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As I mentioned earlier, <clears throat> this is our last episode for the season. For the season. We'll be back. And for 2021. And for 2021. Yes. Come to think of it, still going. Yes. Uh, our Lots seasons did not match up. We have very different schedules. Yes. So we got that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got this other venture we're looking into. Yes. Keep you guys posted. Make yes. sure you check us out. Make sure you keep your notifications on because we will be announcing it here and uh, everywhere <laughs> once yeah, we get it really. out. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. We might throw something up on Spotify just to fucking piss you off and make you think there's an episode. Well, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. I don't want to make sure. Definitely check the Instagram. Yes. And the website. We put all our shit up there on the website. Yes. Everything is on the website, on the Instagram. It will be on Spotify, wherever you listen. But please wait for it. It's on the way. Absolutely. Uh, thanks for listening. Hope y'all got a kick out of my rendition of the book. <laughs> it's uh, definitely a classic in my eyes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Dead people in this motherfucker not giving a shit about nothing. Bah humbug. He's so mad the whole fucking time. Mm-hmm. Right up to the end of the book where they had him in that confessional mm-hmm. brainwashing him mm-hmm. like a priest but more in the style of a cop. Oh, um, they turned his whole shit around. Um, I wouldn't try that with your gay kids if you're an asshole. Uh, I heard that kind of therapy doesn't work for that. 
we have an episode about that that we have not released yet but um we've got we've got some things to say about this conversion bullshit yeah we're gonna come back yeah going I, come back. I, I, back. we got we got a lot we had a lot to say about that so that's like, on the way too like old arnie Oh God. I even got a leather jacket now. Jeez. Y'all should see it. It's like, no. Any, <laughs> anyway, we want to thank you guys so much for joining Coffee Cream and Convo for our first year. We got into so many great topics and we have so many dope topics coming for 2022. Conversion therapy being one of them. More Tommy storytelling time. More cult stuff. More true crime stuff. More random stuff. I don't know what else. What else what, what's we talking about? We talk about everything. Y'all gonna have to see. Yeah. Y'all just gonna have to tune back in. <laughs> so thank I'm not you. Sorry. Oh God. <laughs> thank you all so much for riding with us, and we look forward to having you guys back with us next year for more shenanigans, more life lessons, and of course, more coffee cream and combo. Word up. <laughs> Happy New Year, guys. Coffee cream and combo is hosted by Heidi and Tommy Brown. Email us at coffeecreamandconvo at yahoo.com with any questions, comments, or suggestions. Join us at Coffee Cream and Convo on Instagram or Dead Savage on Facebook. Be sure to visit us on our website at deadsavageproductions.com. Coffee Cream and Convo is a Dead Savage production. Outro by Bree. Bye!